Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give the Lord a loud shout of praise. You are King of Kings, the Lord of all. You are everything, oh God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Can you tap three people around you? Tell that person, we shall not fall. We shall not fall. Hindi ko alam kung ano pinagdadaanan nyo ngayon. Maybe some of you here, patapos na yung taon, parang ngayon pa bumubuhos yung problema. But let me tell you this, we shall not fall. We shall not fall. Ask me why. Mas malakas pa dyan. Because we stand on a solid rock and His name is our rock. His name is no other than Jesus, the name above all names. Amen? Whatever you are going through right now, we can stand secure because we have Jesus in our lives. Amen? And my prayer, we are, we are in the new liturgical year of the church. Bagong season na naman, season of Advent. Katulad nga ng sabi ni Father June, lingkad kanina, Jesus comes every day in mysterious ways. And my prayer, especially today, that we open our hearts so that we can encounter God in a new way so He can renew us, transform us, and bring us to the life that He is really, He has really designed for us. Amen? Sikuin mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo sa Kanya, get ready. Ihanda ninyo ang puso ninyo ngayon because we'll be starting a brand new series. Are you excited? But before that, before we jump into it, let's pray our favorite prayer here at the feast. Together, let's make the sign of our faith in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lift your hands and pray this with me. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved. I'm God's servant. I'm God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's honor God's Word. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Brothers and sisters, we are starting a brand new series today. And our series is entitled Birth of a King. Sabihin nyo nga. Lessons and inspiration from the book of Matthew. But I'm going to do things differently today since we are starting a brand new revolution in our feast. I will let our founder, Brother Bo Sanchez, explain to us, sa ating lahat, what are we going through starting today. Can I invite you to please be seated? And I want you to fix your eyes on the screen. Let's welcome Brother Bo Sanchez. Exciting announcement to make. We're starting a brand new series, but we always do. No, this is different. We're starting a brand new way of teaching at the feast. You see, for the longest time, what we do is we group the talks into a particular topic. You know, for example, how to meet Mr. and Miss or Miss Wright or, or the creed or hustle, you know, we, we, we bunch it up and then so we give it for a month, usually four talks, sometimes five, sometimes three, but thereabouts. Well, we're starting something exciting and something brand new. We're changing the way we teach God's Word at the feast. Why? Ask me why. <laughs> Next year is the 40th anniversary of the Light of Jesus family. Now that's huge. I mean, I was 14 years old when we started that prayer group in that small garage. And 40 years later, we're here. And you know what? I believe that God is birthing a new generation. Because in the Bible, 40 years is one generation. He is birthing, God is birthing a, a whole new generation of people who will hunger to follow the Word. We're going to teach the Bible by book and go verse by verse, chapter by chapter, story by story. We're going to do it that way. What's going to happen? We're going to sit at the master's feet with total humility 
and allow the text as divinely inspired to speak to our hearts. It is going to be awesome. Now, I know you're going to say, what? Verse by verse? Chapter by Isn't that boring? You don't know what you're... Now, listen, it can be. But if you have an open heart, in, in fact, I, I want you to understand this. We're going to speak to two audiences, always, always two audiences. Number one, the churched, and number two, the unchurched. Now, I want you to understand that the unchurched, they're the reason why the church exists. We're here to reach out to people who are far from God or far from the church or, or who are not very spiritual or who feel... These are the people. This is the reason why we have the feast. We're going to continue to speak to them and reach out. We're going to use their language. We're going to meet their needs. We're going to love them. We're going to serve them. But in the same talk, we will also speak to the church. Because after 40 years, listen to me, there are people in the feast who've been with us for the longest time. And we're going to also speak to them because God wants to deepen their longing and their hunger and their understanding of the word. We're going to give them solid food as well. In the same talk, yes, it can be done. In fact, I'm going to give you the reading from Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. And it says, there has been enough time for you to be teachers, yet you still need someone to teach you the first lessons of God's message. Instead of eating solid food, you still have to drink milk. Verse 13, anyone who has to drink milk is still a child without any experience in the matter of right and wrong. Verse 14, solid food, on the other hand, is for adults who through the practice are able to distinguish between good and evil. And so as we reach out to the unchurched, we're also going to speak to the church and we're going to deepen your understanding of the word. Now, you need two things, and, and this is the, the attitude I want you to take. Patience and humility. Because what are we doing? We're going to study the first book that we're going to study is the first book of the New Testament, Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. And we're going to take about maybe two years going through this book. Now, I know, it's like you're, you're, you're raising your eyebrow, and then the other one, and you're saying, what? Two? Years, you're, no, 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 boy. Yes, that's why you're required to do two things. Number one, a lot of patience. And your spiritual life, you need that too. You need to be patient with yourself because God wants to do a lot of things in your life, but it's going to take a long time. Stop counting in days. Start counting in decades. God is doing something beautiful in your life. And in the same way that you're not going to change overnight, we're, you're, not going to, you're not going to learn Matthew overnight as well. We're going to take two years. So you need that patience. Here's number two. You need a lot of humility. You need a lot of humility to read the text as though you're reading it for the very first time. Because, you know, many times you, you listen to the story of the prodigal son, for example. Oh, I've heard it 282 times already. No, no, no. Open it and read it and be humble and allow God to speak to you. Three last practical instructions. Number one, you've got to get a readable Bible. Get one, grab one, buy one. I recommend the Good News translation. Very readable. Let's start there. Catholic edition. And, you know... Read it, get it, and, and hold it, and, and, and touch it, and dirty it, and, and, and underline it, and circle. Make, make the text your own. And number two, every day, read scripture. Where do you start? You can get the companion, the didache, the Sabbath, you know, make that your guide every day. Allow God to speak to you. And, and the way to do that is to create a pattern. Like every day, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Five minutes, 10 minutes, start there every single day, attach it to something that you're already doing every day, breakfast. So let, let it be before breakfast, after breakfast. You eat lunch every day, right? So how about before lunch, after lunch? You know, find a way to create a pattern when you read the word. And you can also download an, our app and it's all there. Number three, I want you to read the text before the coming talk. So we're, we're going to tell you what text you're going to read. Again, the, one of the advantages of having a physical Bible is you can make the text your own. I want you now to get ready because we're going to start this journey of longing 
and really understanding God and His Word for you. Be so very, very blessed. All right, let's give a big hand to Brother Bo Sanchez. Are you excited for that? Can I invite you to stand up? Tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo. Mukha bang excited yan? Alam nyo, I'm excited for this because we are going to dive deeper into God's Word. Hindi ay sigurado ako babaguhin ito ang buhay natin. The way we look at things, the way we look at life, kasi talagang hihimayin natin yung Biblia. Are you excited? Now, let's jump into our first talk today. The title of the series for the whole December, ito lang, kinluster lang natin ang konti, is The Birth of a King. And our talk one today is entitled, Follow Your Leader. Sabi nyo nga, we are going to start with Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. And this is it. We only have one verse for today. Basahin natin. All together? One, two, three, go. This is the list of the ancestors of Jesus Christ, a descendant of David, who was a descendant of Abraham. You might be thinking, what, Brother Belden? Unakagad, isang, isang verse lang ang... Ang, ang hihimayin natin ngayong araw na to. Yes. And you see, itong text na ito will speak a lot to us because hihimayin ko yung tatlong titles na binigay kay Jesus. Jesus Christ, descendant of David, and descendant of Abraham. But let me go first with our one big message. Ano ulit yung one big message natin? Nakalimutan nyo na kagad. Ano ulit? Follow your leader. Bakit follow your leader? Alam nyo, in today's world, it's not very popular to talk about submission. Can you say submission? Ayaw natin nagsasubmit. Ayaw natin nagpapa-under. Ayaw natin sumusunod. And in fact, a lot of motivational speakers will tell you, don't be a follower, you need to be a leader. Eh, ako naniniwala naman po ako, totoo naman yun, because all of us, we are called to be God's leaders. Amen? Pero, from my experience, I believe the best leaders are followers first of great leaders. In order for you to become a great leader, kailangan may, sumu- may sinusundan ka muna na mahusay na tao. Kaya alam nyo, we are so blessed that we are part of the Light of Jesus family, this community. Why? For example, ah, ang dami pong feast all around the world. We have around 500 plus feast all over the world. Dito lang po sa Manila, tayo po, isang feast na tayo. Ilan ang attendees natin? Nasa 500 to 600 every single Sunday. And you see, ang kagandahan dito sa community natin, alam nyo, kung tutuusin, every builder in our community could actually form his own community. Tama ba? Pwede naman, for example tayo, pwede naman hindi tayo magpa-under sa light of Jesus eh. Tayo na lang ako ng parokya ni Belden. Ganon, di ba? I believe, naniniwala ko, baka susunod pa rin naman kayo sa akin. Pwedeng, pwede kong gawin yon. Pero sa atin, hindi natin ginagawa yan. Example ah, Brother Arun Gogna. Kilala nyo si Brother Arun? Yan ang district builder natin. Brother Arun Gogna, pwede niyang tumiwalag, magtayo siya ng BFC. Alam niyo yung BFC? Bumbay's for Christ. Ganun. Tapos yung live offering, nagpapa 5-6 siya, pwede kang mangutang sa live offering. Yung ganun. Yung bumbay yan eh. Diba? O kaya, hindi ko alam kung kilala niyo to si Brother Alvin Barcelona. One of the kerigma preachers. But Brother Alvin Barcelona, pag tinignan nyo, diba mukhang, mukhang adik, mukhang goons, mukhang pusher. Pwede naman siyang magtayo na sarili niyang community. Ang, tay- ang tatayo niya, sombrero ng Diyos Catholic community. Tapos ang nililid niya yung mga adik, mga pusher, mga kaya pwede naman. O kaya, si, kilala niyo si Brother John Silan, yung lagi nagsasab sa akin. Brother John Silan, pwede naman siya magtayo ng community niya. Daming umaatin sa kanya, sarili niya. Ang papangalanan niya ng balbas ni Jesu Cristo. Covenanted community, ganyan. O kaya, eto, baka hindi niyo kilala. Si Brother John Escoto. Brother John Escoto, he is the dean. Siya ang nagtuturo sa lahat ng mga feast builders na upcoming. Naging under din ako sa kanya. Pakita natin picture ni Brother John. Ayan, si Brother John. Si Brother John, alam nyo, pwede siya magtayo ng community. Ano napansin nyo sa kanya? Anong kakaiba sa kanya? Siya ay? Kalbo. Pwede siya magtayo ng community. Ang title ng community niya, Shine Jesus Shine Community. ba? Pero alam nyo, ito ang maganda. Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? We could have all done that, 
But we chose to submit to our house. We chose to submit to our leader, our founder, Brother Bo Sanchez. Why? Because we believe submission is the path that our King Jesus chose. You see, Jesus, that's what He chose. Submission is, is His path. Diyos siya? Anong ginawa niya? Nag-submit siya sa kanyang Diyos Ama. Nagkatawang tao. Ito, nakakatuwa. Nung baby siya, lumaki siya. So, ibig sabihin, nagpa-under din siya sa nanay at tatay niya. Inutusan siya na nanay at tatay niya. Sumunod pa rin siya. Isipin niyo, si Jesus yun ha. Diyos na siya. Pwede sabihin, Mami, Daddy, hindi ko susunod sa inyo. Diyos ako eh. Kayo sumunod sa akin. Kaya yung mga anak dito, pag inutusan kayo ng nanay at tatay niyo, isipin niyo ito. Si Jesus nga, sumunod sa kay Mama Mary at kay Joseph. Paano pa kaya ikaw? Tama ba mga magulang? Kaya dapat susunod tayo. And most importantly, here's the thing. Jesus, though He was God, He obeyed the will of the Father up to the point of death. Kahit na ikamatay niya, kahit na ikinasuffer niya, kahit na nasaktan siya, sumunod pa rin siya sa Diyos Ama. Anong punto ko dito, my dear friends? You wanna live an abundant, a great life? Sino gusto makbuhay ng ganon? Yung talagang bagong buhay, let me tell you this. You need to follow your leader. You need to follow God. Bakit? Kasi yung hari natin, piniling sumunod. Sino ba naman tayo para hindi sumunod? sa Diyos. If our kuya, our king, Jesus, also followed the will of his father. Amen? Sikuhin mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, follow your leader. Are you ready to be changed by God today? Close your eyes, bow down your heads, put your hands over your chest, and say this prayer after me. Jesus, thank you for bringing me here today. Today, I declare that you are my king. I offer myself. I offer my life. May I submit wholly to you. Just as you did with your father. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand. Praise you, Jesus. Speak to us today. As you sit down, tell the person beside you, follow your leader. Again, balikan ko lang yung sinabi ni Brother Bo bago ako mag-umpisa. Uh, for starting next week, ito po ang request ko sa inyo. Three practical instructions. Number one, get a readable Bible. Nabanggit na niya kanina. Ang mag- a good start for us, lalo na kung hindi ka pa nagbabasa, wala ka pa sariling Bible, is your Good News Catholic Bible. So, pwede kayong bumili niyan. Meron sa St. Paul's niyan. Meron sa National Bookstore. Good News Catholic Bible. Make sure it's a Catholic Bible kasi kompleto yung libro ng uh, Tayong mga katoliko, mas marami yung libro natin sa libro, sa Bible ng mga protestante. Yung mga protestante, kulang sila ng six, seven books. So tayo, kunin niyo yung Catholic edition. Number two, eto. You need to make a daily appointment with God so that we can be growing into God's Word. Amen? Ayan. And number three, Every single week after this talk, ibibigay ko sa inyo yung assignment natin for the next week so that for the next for the coming week bago tayo pumunta sa feast ulit next week, mabasa natin yung assigned text natin for the next talk. Amen. So, eto, ang goal ko lang simple lang po. Eto ang tanong ko muna sa inyo. Ito lang ang goal ko eh. Paano mo daw malalaman, question na, kung yung Bible ang nagmamay-ari ay Katoliko o Protestante? Gusto niyo malaman? Alam niyo kung anong clue? Tarin niyo sa akin, ano? Amuyin mo. Kapag amoy mothballs yan, malamang sa katoliko yan. Kasi laging nasa baul. O kaya, pagka puro alikabok lang, lalo na bandang sa gitna, kasi nandun lang sa altar nakabukas, naaalikabukan, malamang sa katoliko yan. Pero, kapag amoy kilikili yan, malamang sa protestante yan. 
Ngayon, ang goal ko ito, one of my main goals in this whole two-year journey with Matthew is this, sana maging amoy kilikili yung Bible mo. Yun ang goal ko. Tingnan mo nga yung katabi mo, mukha bang amoy kilikili yan. Sana yun ang goal natin. Na talagang sobrang gamitin natin yung Bible natin at talagang it will change our lives. The, the messier the Bible, the better. Yan. Are you ready? Talk one is follow your leader. Balikan natin yung word natin for today. Verse 1, Matthew 1 verse 1, it says here, This is the list of ancestors of Jesus Christ, a descendant of David who was a descendant of Abraham. What a way to begin our Bible study, just one verse. In fact, one sentence lang. Alam mo, Matthew already gives us Jesus, gives Jesus three titles. Number one, he's Jesus Christ. Number two, is the, he's the descendant of David. Number three, he is the descendant of Abraham. Bakit ganito yung umpisa ni Matthew? Tanong nyo sa akin, bakit? You need to understand that the target audience of Matthew were primar primarily Jewish Christians. Mga Hudyo na sila. That's why you are going, when you look at the, the Matthew, you will see there that there are 96 direct references to the Old Testaments. While the other three Gospels referred to it much fewer times. Kasi si Matthew, tinatry niyang i-convert yung mga Jewish Christians into becoming a follower of Christ. And for Matthew to do that, kailangan niyang i-convince yung mga Hudyo na, teka lang, oy, ito yung taong ipinangako sa atin ng Diyos na magsasalba sa atin. Kaya, hence, ang umpisa niya kagad, Jesus Christ, descendant of David, and Abraham. Bakit? Ayan, hihimayin natin yan. This is very important to the Jews, yung tatlong title. Christ, descendant of David, descendant of Abraham. Let me explain to you why. There are three titles of this new leader. Uumpisan ko muna dun sa second title. He was the son of David. Sabi nyo nga, son of David. Kilala nyo si David? Sinong tinalo niya? Si Goliath. And bakit son of David? Six times in Matthew, Jesus was called son of David, which means descendant of David. Why that title? Because for Jews, their greatest king is the King David. And for Jews, they believe that God's Savior, God's Messiah, should come from the lineage of King David. Kailangan anak siya, kailangan kadugo ni King David. That is why Jesus, saan pinanganak si Jesus? Sa ang town? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Bakit Bethlehem? Because Bethlehem is the same place where David was born. Nakita niyo yung connection? In fact, Matthew's claim, ito ha, ito maganda, is that Jesus was not only a descendant of David, Matthew's claim was actually that Jesus was the new David, the new king that the Israelites are longing for. Nakakasunod pa kayo? That's why Matthew was telling his readers, Jesus is the new King David. Jesus is our new king. Kaya dapat tayo sumunod sa kanya. And throughout the entire gospel, Matthew proclaims again and again the kingship of Jesus. Ngayon ito ang tanong ko sa inyo, ano ba ang ginagawa ng hari? Tanong nyo sa akin ano? Di ba ang hari, ang, meron silang kasabihan, ang utos ng hari, hindi mababali. Ganyan ang hari. A king is a leader. A king is the one who calls the shots. Now, anong connection nito sa buhay natin? In your life, here's the question. When you make decisions, who calls the shots? Ikaw ba? O si Lord? Because in order for us to be liberated from sin, in order for us to have a fantastic life, we need to make Jesus our king. Be the one who calls the shots, not just us. Am I making sense here? Nakakasunod ba? The third title given to him was son of Abraham. Sabi nyo nga, son of Abraham. Bakit Abraham? You see, si Abraham, he was the father of all Jews. Kaya nga ang, di ba may kanta ng, Father Abraham, 
has many children. Well, diba? He is the father of all the Jews. That's why when Matthew says that Jesus was the son of Abraham, he was actually saying that Jesus was a descendant of Abraham and that he was a Jew. You have to understand this because that means that God's epic story continues in Jesus. Si Jesus ang magtutuloy. Bakit kamo? Um, naalala ninyo, last, last month, ang pinag-usapan natin, puro si Adan, Ebat Adan, tama ba? Because when God created the world, God chose Adam to live in the Garden of Eden for Adam to rule Eden for everyone. Para ayusin niya to rule and dominate, to take care of the Garden of Eden. However, si Adan, he failed in maintaining and making it fruitful. Bakit? Kasi sumuway sila kay Lord at dahil doon, naalis sila doon sa paradise. And time and time and again, anong gagawin ni Lord? Si Lord... Pipili siya ng isang tao para ituloy yung hindi natapos ni Adan. And in this case, one of the first people that God called was Abraham. Tinuloy ni Abraham yung sanang naumpisahan ni Adan. Ang problema ito, tanong nyo sa akin ano? Dahil si Abraham, imperfect, makasalanan, matigas ang ulo, ang ending, hindi rin niya na-rebuild yung Garden of Eden for everyone. He still failed. Kaya anong ginawa ng Diyos? Again and again, hindi lang si Abraham, papadala niya si David, papadala siya ng prophet, propeta. Again and again, the Jewish family, this Jewish family, the family of Abraham failed. But the good news is this, tanong niyo sa akin ano, ang Diyos hindi sumusuko. God does not give up. That's why finally, anong ginawa ni Lord? Ah, antigas ng ulo nyo ha? Ayaw nyo talaga sumunod. Ang dami ko nang pinadala. Anong ginawa ni Lord? Ah, papadala ko na yung anak ko. Ako na mismo ang bababa dyan. Yung anak ko na. That's why when Matthew says Jesus was the son of Abraham, that meant Jesus was to fulfill God's prophecy to Abraham. May pangako kasi ang Diyos kay Abraham. Ano yung pangako niya? Balikan natin. Nabasa na natin to last month. Eh. But babalikan lang natin ngayon. Let's flash it on the screen. Next slide. Sabi dito, I will give you, ito yung pangako ni Lord kay Abraham, I will give you many descendants and they will become a great nation. I will bless you and make your name famous so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And through you, I will bless all the nations. Di ba yan yung word natin last, last week? Naalala nyo? You, will be, you are going to be used by God as a blessing to many nations. You see, ang sinasabi ni Matthew dito na ano, Uy, mga Hudyo, andito na yung hari natin, King David. Andito na si yung bagong Abraham, descendant ni Abraham. And he will fulfill what God promised to us. A, a, a life of prosperity, a life of blessing. That's why you better listen because he's the real deal. Real deal. Am I making sense here? The third and the most important title is this. Yung unang-una. Anong sabi doon? Jesus... Ano ano pangalan? Ano next? He was Jesus Christ. Sabi niyo nga Christ. Ang tanong ito, why was Jesus called Jesus Christ? Yung iba sinasabi, brother, Christ ba yung apelyido ni Jesus? Hindi po yun ang apelyido ni Jesus. Kasi kung Christ ang apelyido ni Jesus, dapat ang tawag kay Joseph, Joseph Christ, at ang tawag sa mami niya, Mary Christ. Am I making sense here? Naalala ko tuloy yung mga lumang lumang mga trivia noon eh. Naalala niyo yon. Anong apelyido ni Sisa? Alam niyo kung anong apelyido ni Sisa? Mistreat. Sisa Mistreat. Ayun, hindi na gets nung iba. Ah, joke 'yan ha. Ayan, ayan. Nagagets nila. Ayan, ayan. Ito ang maganda. Ano ang first name ni Nemo? Kilala niyo si Nemo, Finding Nemo? Anong first name ni Nemo? Alam niyo? Sarah Hero. Sarah Hero Nemo. <laughs> Pero ito maganda. Hindi ninyo alam. Hmm. Si Jollibee may apelido. Alam nyo, ito ang katunayan, katibayan. Ang, pangalan, ang buong pangalan niya, ang apelido niya, D-Twazon. Jollibee D-Twazon. So alam nyo na ngayon, apelido ni Jollibee, ha? <laughs> Tawa tayo, ang corny eh. Diba? So gusto ko lang linawin sa inyo that Christ was not actually the apelido of Jesus. Hindi yan ang surname niya. Because in ancient times, lalo na nung panahon ni Jesus, ang mga tao walang last name. In fact, 
kapag ka gusto mong makilala ang isang tao, they identified people by who their parents were. Kaya makikita nyo sa Bible, nakasulat doon, Jacob, the son of Isaac, or the son of Abraham, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Diba? Parang yung mga pagka sa neighborhood niyo, oh, diba ikaw si Belden, yung anak ni Reggie? Ganon. Kasi kilala ka na doon. Oh. Kilala nyo ba si, o oh, kaya, eto pa. They are also uh, referred to kung saan sila nakatira. Ah, okay, ito yung girlfriend ko. Si Mary ng Pasay. Si Anna ng Quezon City. Parang ganon. Kaya kung nasa Bible, napansin niyo nakasulat doon, Jesus of Nazareth. Kasi doon siya pinanganak, doon siya nanggaling, doon siya lumaki, rather. O kaya si Paul of Tarsus, Mary of Magdala, kasi doon sila nakatira. O kaya, in ancient times, ang mga pangalan, it is referred to their work para makilala sila. For example, Matthew the tax collector, Zacchaeus the tax collector. Parang yun sa atin, ah, ito, ito si, ano, kilala nyo ba si Mang Ray? Si Mang Ray yung, ano, yung sorbetero? Yung magtataho? di ba? Kilala na natin sila. Kaya yun ang nagiging identity nila. So Christ, what does Christ mean? Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? Eto na. Christ actually comes from this word. Ang Greek translation is Christos, which means Messiah or Mashiach. Sabi nyo nga, Mashiach. Yeah, may plema-plema pa. Di ba? Pansin nyo, medyo malalim tayo ngayon, di ba? Meron ng mga Greek word, Greek word. Christ or Christos is actually the Greek version of the Hebrew word Messiah or Mashiach. And it literally means, kanina nabanggit na to ni Father June kung nakikinig kayo, it literally means the anointed one. Yung pinahiran ng langis. Because for the Jews, they were actually waiting for their Messiah, the anointed one, the chosen one by God who will deliver them from their oppressors doon sa mga sumakop sa kanila. Kasi you need to understand this. Ano, bakit nila kailangan ng Savior? Para sa mga Hudyo, ang Savior na nasa isip nila, sa tayong mga Kristiyano ang merong concept ng, ng salvation from our sins eh. Ang mga Hudyo, ang concept nila ng salvation is salvation from their oppressor dun sa mga nanakop sa kanila. Bakit? You need to understand this. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Kasi para mas maintindihan nyo ito. Bakit nila kailangan ng Savior? Tanong nyo sa akin bakit? Because for the past 800 years, nung dumating si Kristo, they have waited for a Messiah, someone who can rescue them and liberate them and lead them to freedom. From whom? Because for the past 800 years, since 800 BC, Israel was conquered by foreign nations. At pag binilikan natin yung Old Testament, sino yung mga sumakop sa kanila? Babylonians. Sabi nyo nga Babylonians. Alam nyo kung sino yung mga Babylonians na yan? In present day, yung Babylonians na yan, they are actually Iraq. And then later on, nung hindi na ang Babylonians, ang sumakop naman sa kanila, Persians. Sabi nyo nga Persians. Ang sasarap ng pagkain ng Persian, shawarma, di ba? In present day, alam nyo kung anong bansa yan? Iran. Yan ang Persians. And that during Jesus' time, they were actually conquered by Romans. Sino yung Romans? Ito yung mga malambing, mga sweet Romans. Magagetsi din yan eh. Okay. Romans is actually the present day Italy. At yan seat ng church natin ngayon. Am I making sense here? Now, for all those agonizing years, every Jewish man, woman, and child has been praying that God sent them a Mashiach who would liberate them from those foreign oppressors. That's why in the first sentence of Matthew, it was actually mind-blowing for them. Bakit? Ang sinasabi ni Matthew, Hey! This is it. Jesus Christ. He is the Messiah. He was declaring to everyone, my fellow Jews, our wait is over. Finally, nandito na siya. Isasalba niya na tayo. I found him. Kaya nakita niyo bakit, pagka binasa niyo kasi yan, parang, hey, Jesus Christ, descendant of Abraham. Parang walang dating. Pero sa mga Hudyo, lakas ng dating niyan. Because he was the guy they have been waiting for. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed. He is the chosen one. At kapag chosen one ka, ha, Kahit na anong earthquake, kaya mong patigilin. Ba? Alam nyo yan. You, 
si Jesus lang ang totoong kayang may gumawa nun. Hindi kung sino man na, nagsasabi na kaya niyang patigilin. Yung kilala niyo na kung sino siya. But the good news is this. Ito ah. Today, actually, Jesus has already liberated us. Pero ang sinasabi ni Matthew dito, Jesus is the Messiah, but He is going to save us in a different way. He is not going to save us not just politically. Bakit, politi- bakit hindi politically lang? Kasi there is a bigger enemy than Rome. One day, the Roman Empire will die, which actually died. Caesar will die. The Empire will die. But there's a bigger enemy that until now, we are actually battling. Alam nyo kung ano yung bigger enemy? Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? The bigger enemy is sin. Our spiritual problem. Now, what is sin? Sin happens, ito ang definition ko, basahin natin. Sin happens when we refuse to follow God. And when we sin, when we refuse to follow God, it is enslaving us. It is continuing. Inaalila, inaalipin tayo nito. But the good news is this. Jesus the Messiah has already come and liberated us from its power. How? How can, you, how can we escape sin? Tanong nyo sa akin, paano? Simple lang. You need to follow Jesus. You need to live for Him. You need to be set free when you live for Him. Follow Jesus again. You need to follow your leader. Sabi nyo nga ulit yun, follow your leader. Bakit ito mahalaga? Ito na. Let me go deeper. Here's a fact. All of us, we are all followers. Sa ayaw mo sa gusto mo, meron kang sinusundan. Tama o tama? Sino may Instagram account dito? Sino may Facebook? Sino sa inyo may follow na tao sa Facebook? Instagram. Tama? Di ba? Pero yung iba sinasabi, brother, wala akong follow, wala akong Instagram, wala akong Facebook. Ay, kahit na. Ay, wala rin akong boss. Wala talaga akong follow. Gusto ko sabihin sa iyo ito, sa ayaw mo sa gusto, lahat tayo, meron tayong sinusundan. Because all of us, we are following something or someone. Let me give you some examples. Many of us, we follow our feelings. Many people follow their feelings. Tama o tama? May lumapit sa akin, babae, lagi, lagi ito. Lalo na ngayong, ang dami nito sa inbox ko ngayon sa Facebook. Brother, I fell in love with the wrong person. May asawa, may girlfriend. Sabi ko sa kanya, oh, if you fell in love with the wrong person, nabisto mo siya, then let go. Lagi ko sinasabi to, let go of the wrong one so that the right one will come into your life. Ang lagi lang sagot sa akin, pero brother, wala akong magawa eh. Ang, 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 ano next linya? Kita nyo? Alam nyo, mahal ko eh. Nahulog na ang loob ko sa kanya. Nahulog na yung puso ko sa kanya. Wala na akong magawa. Itong gusto ko sabihin sa inyo. Yan ang mahirap minsan eh, di ba? Sometimes we are being enslaved. Nalulungkot tayo, nadedepress tayo because we are following our feelings. Alam mo na nga mali yung relasyon mo. Klaro na sinabi sa'yo ni Lord, mag-move on ka na. At ang problema, nag-move on ka na. Hirap na hirap ka, grabe. Lahat ng mga, mga video ni Brother Velden, pinapakinggan mo na, pinapanood mo na para makapag-move on ka, nagdarasal ka, you're surrounded by loving people. Kaso biglang one day, biglang tut-tut-tut-tut, nag-text yung ex mo. Ang sabi ng text, musta, miss you na. Anong sabi mo? Hindi hmm? ako magre-reply dyan. Tagal kong tinrabaho itong pag-move on ko. At alam ko, sinabi to ni Brother Veldin sa talk niya, God is enough. I am loved. Therefore, I don't need you in my life. Binitawan ng cellphone. Ha! Magtatagumpay ako. Hindi na kita papansinin. After two minutes, kinuha yung cellphone. Actually, hindi ako Okay. Miss you too. Eto, masama. Ang reply sa kanya, Hi, I mean, Miss Universe na next week. Coronation night na December 8. <laughs> Hindi pala yun ang ibig niyang sabihin. So ikaw ngayon, wasak ka na naman. Bakit? Sumunod ka sa feelings mo. Tip, kung nahulog ang puso mo, sa mga hirap na hirap maka-move on, hindi ko napapataas yung kamay niyo kasi alam ko marami kayo. Sa mga hirap na hirap makamove on, ito gusto ko sabihin sa iyo. Kung nahulog ka sa maling tao, kung nahulog ang puso mo, simple lang, tanong sa akin, ano? 
E di pulutin mo uli. Pulutin mo uli. Simula ka ulit. Sikuin mo yung katabi mo, tapikin mo para magising, lalo mo para sa kanya to. Sabi mo sa kanya, huwag kang marupok. Don't let your feelings rule over you. Don't let your feelings rule over you or you'll destroy your family, your fitness, your finances, and your faith. Kasi nga mali yung sinusundan mo yung feelings mo eh. Ay, pag nagpunta ka, nakapag, nakapag, nakapag outreach na ako sa prison, at alam nyo, nakakatakot sa, pre, sa kulungan kasi, siyempre, alam mo, mga dating kriminal yan eh. Pero alam mo, pag kinausap mo yung mga kriminal, marami sa kanila, they were there, laki na ng pagsisisi nila. Sinasabi nila sa akin, brother, alam mo, laki ng pagsisisi ko. Alam mo, bakit ako nandito? Simple lang. Kasi, mayro isang araw, I let my emotions got the, get the best of me. Biglang nandilim yung paningin ko, ayun, nakapatay ako. Biglang, biglang grabe yung, yung, yung lust sa katawan ko. Ayun, nakapang-rape ako. They let their emotions get the best of them. That's why be careful with your feelings. Don't always follow your feelings. Follow your head first. That's why their head is above your heart. Kasi nga, para mag-isip ka. Tandaan nyo yun. Hindi, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, hindi naman natuturuan puso. Natuturuan po ang puso. Matigas lang po ang ulo natin. Follow your feelings or it, else it will destroy your family. Ay, meron akong kakilala, lalaki, husband. Ay, ang ganda ng misis niya. Ang ganda ng pamilya niya. Pero alam nyo, fell into adultery. Anong raso niya sa akin? Brother, alam mo, mahal ko naman talaga yung misis ko. Talagang siya talaga, kahit anong mangyari, babalik-balikan ko pa rin siya. Pero syempre, di naman pwedeng adobo araw-araw. Isipin mo, brother, kung ikaw ang ula mo, adobo, araw-araw, minsan dapat humihigop ka rin ng konting sabaw pa minsan-minsan. O, itong gusto ko sabihin sa inyo, okay, sabaw yan, pero ang sabaw, walang laman. Tama? Tapikin mo nga katabi mo, sabihin mo sa kanya, sabaw lang yan. Amen? Kaya kung disisirahin niya ng pamilya mo, oh, it can destroy your fitness. On track ka sa diet mo. Grabe, the best na, nag-gym ka pa. Tapos, kasong problema ito, marupok ka. Bakit? Kaka one week ka na, grabe, on a roll ka na. Biglang, eto na, nanlibre yung boss mo sa opisina ng pizza, tsaka milk tea. Ikaw, ang tagal mo nang hindi nagsusugar, nagbimilk tea. Anong sabi mo? Ay, libre naman eh. Sayang. Eh, marupo ka. Patay na naman yung iyong diet. Ang problema, okay lang sana kung magkamali ka, Watts. Ang problema, naging dahil nag-give in ka na, paulit-ulit na yun. The next day, patuloy-tuloy na. Eh, may making sense here? Finances. Kapag nagpapadala ka sa feelings mo, ay, nako, patay ka. Lalo na ngayon, Pasko. Pag tumunog, nako, pag tumunog na yung mga Jose Maritza na mga kanta, Tsaka pagkatumugtog na si Mariah Carey, di ba? Wala ka namang planong bumili. Bigla na lang na ano, napapaswipe ka ng credit card. Bakit? Kasi saya-saya ko kasi ngayon. Nandito ako sa mall. I don't wanna let more Christmas. Di ba? Parang, di ba? Pagka narin- ako ewan ko ha. Pag naririnig ko yung kantang yung sa mall, parang feeling ko, ang dami kong pera. Mamili kaya ako. Di ba? Ang totoo nun, wala kong pera. Eh, ang problema nakasulat doon, 70% Off. Eh, grabe yung iba, tinira yung Nike. Nagdaan ako sa mall kahapon, anong ah, Friday, Black Friday sale. Isipin mo, wala naman tayo sa US, nakiki-Black Friday sale tayo. Ay, grabe, punong-puno. Tapos, ang dami nilang binili. Sa isip-isip ko, kailangan kaya nila lahat yun. Bakit? Kasi, narinig yung kanta ni Mariah Carey. Yun lang yun. Sumaya, ang dami kong pera. Pagdating doon, ay, lungkot. Pagdating ng credit card bill, makakasira kapag sumusunod ka sa feelings mo. Amen? Sa faith mo, eto, don't just follow your feelings. Kaninang umaga, alam ko yung iba sa inyo, struggle yung pagkamulat ninyo mata. Magfi-feast kaya ako ngayon? Parang ang charap-charap ng kama ko. Diba? Ay, nako. Ang sasabihin mo minsan, next week na lang. Pero buti, nandito ka palakpakan nyo ang bawat isa. Kasi ang sasabihin mo, charap ng kama. Next week na lang. Diba? Next thing you know, di ka na nag-a-attend ever. Bakit? Kasi finalo mo yung feelings mo. Servant ka dito sa fee. Servants, may I speak to you. Yung iba mga servants, minsan, grabe service kay Lord. Ang problema ito, may nakasamaan ng loob sa ministry. Chinismis siya. Anong sabi? Ay, yoko na mag-serve sa fee na yan. Di naman ako na-appreciate dyan. 
Di na lang ako magsuserve. Ayan. Yan ang gustong-gusto ng kalaban. Yung mag-focus ka sa tampo mo at sa manang loob mo para di mo na magawa yung mga pinagagawa ni Lord sa iyo. Kasi ang ganda na nangyayari dito sa feast. Ang kalaban sasabihin sa iyo, huwag ka na mag-serve. Di ka na mamahal dyan. Di ka na appreciate Sige, mag-focus ka sa tampo mo. Para ano? Para hindi kanya magamit. Saan? In building his kingdom. Am I making sense here? Again, don't follow your feelings. Follow your faith. Because when you follow your faith, your feelings will follow you. Amen? Many people, second thing, they follow their traumas. Sabi nyo nga, traumas. Maraming mga tao, nakakalungkot ito ha, because of the pain they went through, inflicted by their parents, uncles, grandparents, teachers, boss, o kaya yung ex nila, dahil dun sa sakit na dinanas nila, they remain stuck in life. Bakit nasaktan? At dahil nasaktan, namuhay na sa takot. And here's what happens when you follow your traumas, when you follow your past pain. Some people, they allow the ghost of their past pain to be their leader in their lives. That's why they're not no longer taking risks anymore. Meron ko sang kilalang babae, matanda na siya, nasa thir- yung, yung edad niya, actually matagal na siyang marrying age, 37 years old na, yung alam yung hindi, hindi lang siya lang pa sa kalendaryo, malapit nang nilalagnat na yung thermometer sa kanya, malapit na. Alam nyo, ang gandang babae, ang daming nang liligaw, kaso ang problema, man-hater. Bakit siya man-hater? Pakinggan nyo ito ha. Kasi kinukwento niya sa akin, nung bata daw siya, iniwan sila ng tatay niya para sa ibang babae. Kaya nung bata siya, grabe yung wounding niya. Yung tatay ko, iniwan ako. Yung tatay ko, mahal na mahal, ako, mahal, na mahal ko yan eh. Kung yung tatay ko, mahal na mahal ko, binigay ko yung buntiwala ko sa kanya, what makes me think, Kung tatay ko iniwan ako, paano pa kaya ibang lalaki? Eh, true enough, nung nagkaroon siya ng boyfriend, nung mga 19 years old siya, nagka-boyfriend siya, iniwan din siya, pinagpalit siya sa mukhang palaka. Kaya anong sabi niya? Ay, nako, ang mga lalaki talaga, pare-pareho lang yan. ba nilinya nyo na rin yan eh, mga babae? ba? Pare-pareho lang yung mga yan. Kaya ano nangyari? Simula nun, ayoko na magtiwala sa lalaki. Yung mga lalaki na yan, mga walang kwenta yan. Ito nakakalungkot. Meron akong kakilala, nililigawan siya, sobrang okay, mayaman, guwapo, mabait, nagsuserve kay Lord. Parang si Brother Velden, parang ganon. Ganong level, taas ha? Alam nyo? Ayaw niyang sagutin. Simply because her past traumas are still leading her. Kaya be careful of your past pains. Baka yun ang nagde-decide ng desisyon mo sa buhay mo ngayon. Amen? Lastly, ito. Many follow their people. Anong ibig ko sabihin ito? Ang sinusundan ng ibang tao, yung mga tao sa paligid nila. Maraming mga tao, they follow whatever other people want for them but never what they want for themselves or what God wants for them because they are trying to seek approval. Can you say approval? Gusto nila ng approval from other people. Kaya dahil doon, naliligaw sila sa buhay. Hindi ka makagawa ng sariling desisyon. Ang dami pong nagme-message sa Facebook page ko ng ganyan. Meron, kahapon lang may nag-message sa akin, sabi nitong babae, Brother, tulungan niyo po ako sa aking pagdedesisyon. Gusto ko pong mag-doktor. Pero po yung nanay ko at tatay ko, gusto po ako maging accountant. Kasi accountant po sila. So, pinagbigyan ko po yung nanay at tatay ko. Nag-aral po ako ng accountancy. Ngayon po, nasa accounting firm po ako ngayon. Pero yung puso ko po talaga, wala talaga sa accountancy. Pag nakakakita po ako, nakakadaan ako sa ospital, parang gusto parang hinihila talaga ako. I feel the Lord is calling me to become a doctor. Kasi meron po akong pangarap. Sabi ko sa kanya, anong pangarap po? Ang pangarap ko is makapagbigay, makapag-serve dun sa mga kapwa natin ng mga mahihirap na walang pampagamot. Yun po talaga yung ultimate goal ko. Ang problema ito, Sabi niya, ang problema ito, ayoko ma-disappoint yung nanay at tatay ko. Pinipilit talaga nila ako maging accountant. Ang sabi ko lang sa kanya, ito, you need to take a risk. Ay, sabi ko sa kanya, ako, pinag-aral din ako ng nanay at tatay ko. Pero yung nanay at tatay ko, ang ganda ng course ko, business management ako sa Ateneo noon. Ang laking ginasos ng nanay ko at tatay ko. Anong trabaho ko ngayon? Preacher, di ba? <laughs> nung ginagawa ko ngayon, misyonaryo. Pero alam mo, nung naging misyonaryo ako, sin- ano, proud din naman sa akin yung nanay tatay ko eh. Natuwa din naman sa akin. Pero, klaro sa akin, sinunod ko. Bakit? Kasi tawag ni Lord eh. 
Ikaw, kung tawag ni Lord yan, sabi ko sa kanya, take a risk on that. Because if you talk to a lot of many old people, alam nyo, what's their greatest regret nung pagtanda nila? Tanong nyo sa akin, ano? They did not follow their dreams. They did not take too much risk. Kaya sa akin, sige, subukan mo, mag-aaral ka ng doktor. Huwag ka nalang manghingi sa kanila. Explain mo lang sa kanila na pangarap mo talaga yun. Maintindihan ka din yan. Pero for you, follow what God is calling you to do. Amen? How about you? Do you feel lost? Do you lack direction in life? Or maybe you lack strength or hope or joy or peace. Maybe it's because you are following the wrong leader. Maybe you're following your fear or your feelings or other people. Or maybe you're following your past pain. It's time to rise up because the Messiah, Jesus Christ, is here, led, ready to free you from whatever prison you are in right now. Amen? Can I invite you to stand up? Sige, palakpakan natin si Lord. Huwag kayo mahiyak. Ang tanong, who are you following? Sinong sinusundan mo? But I believe the greater question today is this. If some of you, you are feeling down right now, gulong-gulo ko sa buhay mo, I want you to be honest with yourself and ask yourself this question. Is there anything, anything controlling you other than God? Tingnan mo yung buhay mo. Is your debt yung mga utang mo controlling you? Minsan kaya tayo may utang dahil din sa pride natin kasi gusto natin magmukhang maganda ang buhay, magmukhang mayaman, kaya tayo nangungutang, utang dito, utang doon. Maybe that pride is getting you into debt. Is greed controlling you? Is lust controlling you kaya nasisira yung buhay mo ngayon? Is your addiction controlling you? Or maybe your past trauma, your past pain controlling you? Or maybe it's a toxic relationship that is controlling your life. Kaya ngayon hindi mo na makakontrol yung buhay mo. Or maybe it's sin. You see, my dear friends, let me tell you this. There's a false king in your life that you need to dethrone. Kailangan ng umalis niyang naghahari-harian, yung peking hari na yan sa buhay mo. Because the good news is this, ask me what? God has a solution. He sent you a Messiah and His name is Jesus. And Jesus has set you free. And here's what you need to do. Ask me what? You need to stop obeying the false kings in your life. You need to start following your king. You need to start following your leader. Amen? Maybe right now you are driven by success and it's making your life more miserable. Or maybe some of you, kaya gulo-gulo ang buhay mo, you are driven by the need to be in a relationship. Or maybe you are being driven by the need to look good. Or maybe some of you here, kaya hindi naaayos yung buhay mo, you are driven by complacency, by comfort. Okay na ako dito, Lord. Ayoko nang mag-take ng risk. Ayos na ako dito. Or maybe some of you here, you are driven by fear. I don't know what's driving your life. But my prayer is this, that you follow the real king, your real leader, and his name is Jesus. Amen? Let me end with this story. Kanina pa ako sabi na sabi, follow your leader. Pero alam nyo anong malaking dahilan, why can't we follow God? Tanong nyo sa akin ano? Yung mas mahina pa dyan. Ayan. Very good. Thank you. Most of the time, the reason why we, why we can't follow Jesus is because we are so full of ourselves. 
Yan ang problema eh. Pag punong-puno ka ng sarili mo, punong-puno ka ng problema mo. Ang problema natin, kapag nasa problema tayo, ang puro nakikita lang natin yung sarili natin, yung problema natin. Lord, kulang ako ng ganito. Bakit ganito? Bakit hindi mo ako naririnig? A few, last week, nag-share sa amin, magkakapatid, buong pamilya yung tatay ko. And... Yung tatay ko, uh, for so long, tagal niyang hindi nakakakuha ng malaking construction project. Ang tatay ko po ay contractor. And by God's grace, recently, nakakuha siya ng malaki-laking project. And it's a warehouse of a huge company. And ang problema, na-close niya, pero merong isang beses nagkamali siya. Nagkamali siya ng tansya. And it will cost him millions of pesos. Dahil dun sa mali niya. And so, while driving, one time, kunento niya sa amin, nandun siya sa may service road. Diyan sa West Service Road. Tapos nandun siya, habang nasa traffic, yung alam mo yung mangyak-iyak na siya, and he was asking the Lord, ngayon na lang ulit niya natanong ang Diyos, Lord, bakit ganun? Bakit? Akala ko okay na. Nasan ka ba? Hindi mo ba naririnig yung dasal ko? Alam mo naman, tagal ko yung pinagdarasal ito. Ba't hindi mo naririnig yung dasal ko? Bakit hindi pa rin ako matahapos-tahapos sa problema ko? And while he was there in traffic, weirdly, nakakita siya ng isang babae, yung nagtitinda ng ice buko. May vendor doon. Tapos, he heard a tiny voice in his heart. It was God telling him, Uy, nakita mo yung mamaaling yun, nagtitinda ng ice buko. Paulapitin mo, bigyan mo ng pera. Huwag kang bibili, bigyan mo lang ng pera. And so, yung tatay ko, tinawag yung ice buko, vendor. Sabi niya, busy niya siya, pipip, lapit yung ice buko, vendor. Tapos sabi niya, sir, bibili po kayo. Sabi ng tatay ko, eto, pinabibigay sa'yo ni Lord. Sabi ni Lord, bigay ko daw sa'yo, binigyan niya ng 100 pesos. Tapos pagkatapos yung nag-go na, umandar na siya. Pagandar niya a few meters away, stop na naman. Alam mo yung ice buko vendor, nakita niya from her, his rear side view mirror, tumatakbo, tumatakbo. Tapos kumatok ulit, tuk-tuk-tuk. Pagbukas niya ng pinto, alam mo yung ice buko vendor, umiiyak. Sabi ng ice buko vendor, Sir, salamat po. Tapos sabi niya, sabi niya, hindi niyo lang po alam, birthday ko po kasi ngayon birthday ko ngayon. Tapos sabi ng daddy ko, huwag mo akong pasalamatan. Si Lord pasalamatan mo. Sabi niya, bigay ko daw sa iyo yung 100. Sabi niya, happy birthday. Sinara niya yung pinto. Yung bintana. While he was there in traffic, he heard God speak to him. Sabi ng Diyos sa kanya, Reggie, kung akala mo hindi kita naririnig, hindi totoong hindi kita naririnig, kinakausap pa kita, kailangan mo lang sumunod at magtiwala. My dear friends, I don't know what you are going through right now. And maybe some of you here, you are drowned by your problems. But let me tell you this, sometimes we think God is not listening, but God is telling you right now, hindi lang siya nakikinig, kinakausap ka pa niya. And all you need to do is to just listen to Him, obey Him, and follow Him. Because you can be assured that when you follow Jesus, when you follow your God, He will bring you blessings just like how God promised blessings to Abraham and his descendants. Nakikinig ang Diyos. Susunod ka lang. Magtiwala ka lang. Amen? Let's surrender into worship. Trust in Him. Follow Him with all our lives, with all our hearts. Let's come into prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want you to stretch your arms like this as a sign of surrender. Maybe some of you here, you feel reluctant. Why should I worship God? And dami kong ang problema. But I'm asking you right now, just lift up your hands, just surrender everything and trust in the Lord.
He's not only listening, He's speaking to you. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Let me pray for you. Jesus, by the power of your name, I ask you to dethrone the false kings in our lives, O oh God. The false kings that are destroying our lives. But more importantly, O oh God, we ask you that you take away ourselves from the equation. May not our will be done, but yours alone be done, O oh Lord. And though we may, we, we may not be understanding what's happening right now, O oh God, we choose to trust in you. We choose to hear your voice. We choose to obey your word. For we know you are a good God. You are a good king. A good king whom I can trust. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, worship the Lord now. Trust in Him. Surrender everything to Him. He knows what He's doing. He listens. He's speaking right now. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. <laughs>